to episode seven. Number seven. Shit in hell. Lucky number seven, Phil. Lucky number seven. Yeah. That that yeah. Well, for some, yeah. I mean, not for our mate Lee Anderson. Or for Disney Snow White at the minute. I mean, it's not looking good for them either. <laughs> it is not. It is not. Let's just introduce ourselves. I'm Andy Chamberlain, otherwise known as at Saria Lives on all of the socials. Who are you? I'm Phil Goff, otherwise known as at Geek Therefore on all my socials. How are you, you sexy bastards, you? Welcome to the Paracetamol Headache podcast. Yeah, you can also find us on all the socials on that as well. And also some specialist Dutch websites, but that's a different thing altogether. <laughs> and not to forget the uh, the um, uh, specialist midget porn uh, sites. <laughs> uh, profiles. I think they like to be called little porn actors now, actually. Sorry, sorry. The diminutive, <laughs> diminutive cock warriors. I'm so glad my windows are closed. Diminutive cock warriors. It is. 26 degrees and it is 10 to 10 yeah in the evening i won't lie i'm i'm balls out i'm naked i'm, I'm so not, glad I don't, I don't have a web camera on i'm not quite there yet but you're gonna have an interesting evening because i'm the only one on camera and you're gonna get <laughs> the keys that goes on that's fine i mean i'm saving the webcam for my OnlyFans. fans it's not a problem so how have you been since the last episode then how have I been? I've been all right, actually. Yeah, busy, busy, busy. Lots of busyness. I've been quite angry, I won't lie. There's been uh, just, a lot angry about. There really has. It's been two weeks of utter clusterfucks. And, well, I know it's very early on in the in the podcast, Andrew, but uh, cunts. Wow, he's in. He's already I'm in. <laughs> Utter cunts. Cunts to the last one of them, some of people. I've got to be completely honest with you. I've been too busy to be angry. However, I have been kind of watching from the bushes, a bit like that Homer Simpson meme. And um, I, is that what that rustling is outside my window? It is, it is a little bit of the rustling outside your window. <laughs> I'm I'm just a bit bemused by everything that's going on, and I I honestly don't know where to begin. I mean, I do know where to begin. We're definitely going to begin at the beginning. Yeah, but... and then move on. Yeah, and then probably get to the middle of it before we inevitably end up at the end get to the end i mean fuck me it's been a it's been a fortnight should we should we start at the beginning are we getting, are we doing we didn't do the bongs last week we didn't do the bongs so if you want to do the bong i'll do the headline yep ready ready motherfucking bong greenpeace protest at rishi's house rishi astonished because he didn't even know he owned a house in yorkshire <laughs> bong 30p lee Fuck off, Diana, but oh, fuck, not again. <laughs> Bong. Love Island, Asylum Seeker Edition. Oh, that is a dark title. And bong, you ginger motherfucker. Trump does a dump as Elon is stomped. I particularly like that one. I'm quite I'm quite fond of your headline system. <laughs> well, I have to admit, I, t I went to a dark place with number three. Uh, you, yeah, I that's that's a story that I've actually I've almost entirely missed out on. So you're gonna have to be the lead on that one. But I've got I've got a theory on what the Tory cunts are planning. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. So yeah, Greenpeace. In the week, 
or the end of last week. No, was it middle of last week? Middle of, middle of last week, yeah. Uh, Greenpeace walked in unabetted uh, and completely... Um, unchallenged. Unchallenged into Rishi's Yorkshire Manor House and then draped it in black oil-like sheeting. Completely. I mean, not just a little bit. The whole fucking house. I, I saw one photo and it was enough. It was, I mean, it was a bit shit to be honest with you. This protest go, it was a bit shit, but it was peaceful. Well, yeah. What, what I mean, what bothers me is like they just walked in. This is a prime minister. This yeah. is a prime minister of this country, and they just walked up and knocked on his door. Fucking hell! I've I've got to be honest with you. I thought it was amazing timing that they did it the day that he went to America on holiday with his family. It was calculated. They did it in the knowing full well no one would be there. Yeah, it was a st- stunning, stunning um, feat of uh, political vandalism. Uh, yeah. Nothing got damaged. No one got hurt. It was a very peaceful, completely, um, even though they even though they, they, they broke into a... Uh, premises they didn't actually damage the house or go into the house it was just on the house no they knocked on the door they and when they were challenged after an hour i think it was something like that they did make themselves known and um yeah this this obviously if you're not aware because we do have people in other countries again thank you to our one listener in lima uh in peru weirdly um and this is uh, Rishi Sunak has pedaled backwards on his zero, net zero pledge and issued a hundred oil and gas licenses in the North Sea. His argument being that this is in the long run going to be a net benefit towards the green net zero uh, yeah. target that has been set by the Tory party like seven years ago, which they are currently nowhere fucking near. His his argument was, well, we're going to have to rely on it for a little bit. So Amazon's getting expensive. Let's steal it from the Scottish people. Yeah. So these fracking um, licenses and oil shale uh, gas licenses, he, yeah. he, he's, he's peddling to the, the British people as being a net benefit for the British people because we're going to be energy efficient and not relying on energy from abroad. But yeah, Uncle Vladimir. Completely glossing over this the fact that 80 percent of the energy that we will get from these uh licenses will actually then be exported to other countries so we will only enjoy a 20 percent net benefit of what yeah we make. yeah he's he's basically selling it off so um uh, we're uh, not actually yeah we're not we're not going to see the benefit of that. no as usual rishi sunak our ineffectual tiny teeny tiny prime minister who has so far successfully only achieved one thing and that is to be slightly less effective than Liz Truss but to stay in power for maybe a hundred times longer than she did um, has yet again backpedaled, backtracked, changed his mind and lied wholesale to the British public yeah and and then got on holiday then fucked off on a jolly yeah that's that's what I I really hope that all those people at Disneyland Tell him he's too short for the Star Wars ride. Green Greenpeace as well, I think, are, are obviously a little bit bitter that their um their uh, limelight's been stolen a little bit by Extinction Rebellion and by Just Stop Oil. Yeah, and just... it's, it's it's fantastic. Is 
breaking into the Prime Minister's gaff is, it was somewhat of a muted protest. Yeah, it was it was very tame. It was I mean, but I think that was their whole point. It, they wanted it to make a point without being aggressive, disruptive to the general public, um, which is obviously the tactics of uh, um, their their ginger cousins, just up oil. But um, I mean, I, let's face I, it, ramming the rainbow warrior into a Japanese whaling boat, it was not. It no. No, that was that was amazingly brave. This was just, yeah. It was yeah. It was a little bit like, yeah, okay. Yeah, like, I don't. I, I think that's the yeah. thing, though, right? Like we've we've become so accustomed to these just stop oil people, like jumping onto pool tables and running onto rugby pitches and running in front of the Queen's horse and laying down in front of Formula One vehicles and throwing their orange paint everywhere. That uh, the the. The very like fact that we've not got somebody going out and then exploding green all over the prime minister's lawn, yeah, or or, yeah. or spontaneously combusting on top of his roof and then exploding, you know, eco-safe um, confetti everywhere, which has little tiny writing. It saying "fuck Rishi Sunak." <laughs> the only thing that's going to make us actually pay attention anymore, isn't it? I mean, I would like just stop oil to protest at a zoo in like maybe the zion the lion enclosure or the bear enclosure. Or paint themselves orange and then just get eaten by a bear. Mm, yeah. I'd I'd take notice then. I'd pay attention to that. Did you see speaking of uh, bears and things, the Chinese zoo that oh. has been that has been caught dressing humans as bears and putting allegedly, them in. Allegedly. Allegedly. You can see his genes. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, well, I'm, oh yeah, let's not take on the Chinese. They do listen because they're always listening. Um, it's the fact that he struck a pose like a a Chinese dissident worker, hand on hip, <laughs> apart, staring wistfully into the distance. I, I haven't seen a lot of bears do that pose. I've never. You can almost see him going. Ah, oh, they're separating the workers from the means of production here. <laughs> Oh, I shall strike a pose. Uh, but fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> but let's just face it. It was a non-starter. It didn't make me think of what what did make me angry um, was obviously some of the companies that have benefited from these oil licenses, um, namely his family. Um, I believe you. That would never happen. He would never steep so low. No, I, I mean, promise, I can't hear it. He certainly wouldn't issue a one billion pound license to Infosys. I won't, stand, just... I won't stand by this blatant uh, blasphemy. You are, you are a liar and a cad, sir. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's true. Um, so you know, I, 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 I kind of hope they at least wrote "cunt" on his roof in Sharpie. No one would see it. They would always know it's there. Yeah, a bit just like take a, a sh- room. just take a shit down the chimney, so that when Christmas comes, just, just a dry, I'm... desiccated vegan shit drops I mean, down. I mean, ten out of ten for effort. Yeah. I give it a hard seven out of ten for um, aesthetic. Three for impact, but I'm impact being... it was a definite two or three. I'm, and I'm being generous there. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, that said, there was something I, I hadn't seen it before, but there was a video, um, the Chelsea Flower Show, of just stop oil woman getting absolutely destroyed with a pressure washer. Um, oh, and and the, and the one where the woman was being incredibly um, British and was watering that protester. Yeah, yeah, just amazing. Um, not being aggressive, just get out of my garden, you bounder. Um, you absolute god, please move out of my yes. perfectly manicured blue Danube <laughs> lawn. Ooh. So yeah, I, I didn't really feel it, but no, I, it was it was all right. And then the Daily Mail, as as they would, um, painted it as like this act of terror. Um, and then we had um, I'm not even can't even remember his name. That's how unmemorable he is. Is it uh, Ben? What's his name from GB News? Broke into, I say broke in, they actually let him in, into Greenpeace's headquarters. Did oh, you see this bit? And, uh, did you not? Right, so the day after, it backfired horrendously. It came off as aggression, but actually what it was was an intern shitting himself. He, he broke into the Greenpeace's office and demanded to see the two people that had orchestrated it. And I think he was expecting to be thrown off the premises. But it backfired horrendously because they invited him in <laughs> and granted him an interview. <laughs> and, and they granted him. So are you going to apologise? No, no, we're not going to apologise. We stand by our actions and uh, we wouldn't have done them if we didn't stand by them. So you're saying it's all right. No, but are you saying it's all right for a prime minister to issue 100 gas and oil licences? Well, you can't invade a, an Englishman's home. It's ben like, Lau. That's him. Don't look him up on Twitter. He's an absolute bellend. Um, he won't be listening to this because he doesn't know how computers work. But um, he came off as really aggressive. But actually, when you watched it, it was fear. He was shitting himself. Like, I properly... Metro, the way they've worded it is, after bursting into Greenpeace's HQ... Ben approached a member of the group who greeted him with decorum and respect, offering him a seat and an opportunity to start a conversation. They, they did. And that's what I really liked. And, and I think he was expecting to go, no, no, we don't. They didn't apologise. Like, we wouldn't. Have, no, why would we apologise? Is it all right? No, but it's he's the prime minister. We wouldn't invade every, you know, normal people's homes. But he has a responsibility to the country and the world by extension. And we make no apology. Um, and then he tried to make himself a cup of tea and one of the interns <laughs> stepped in and made it for him. Um, and and he it backfired horrendously, as most of GB News's reports do. It's not looking too good for Lawrence Fox at the minute. Yeah, I, I, uh, I've missed that story entirely, but I find it incredibly funny. Uh, this poor chap, I will try and find his social. I can't remember. I don't want to mispronounce the name because it's an unusual name and it would. I don't want to be offensive by mispronouncing it. Called him a racist something or other. And Lawrence Fox is now suing him. Then several days later put an Afro wig on and blackface and told him he had just transitioned racially. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So again... Lawrence Fox needs a hug, doesn't he? He does, around the neck. Do you think he's having a competition with Elon Musk to see who could be the most divorced man on earth? <laughs> I mean, Billy Piper must laugh herself to sleep every I, night. Do you know what? I, you need to put £100 in the swear jar because it is now actually illegal for you to mention her name in comparison to his. Because I, I genuinely feel sorry for the lass. 
in terms of class, she's completely, she's well out of his league. That man was punching a well above his weight. And um, yeah. I'm going to put all the asterisks into uh, a little locker. I'm locking it and I'm throwing the locker at the bottom of the ocean into... Oh, are we, are we going for full libel and slander now? I'm, I'm going for full libel and slander. Okay, really? Lawrence Lawrence Fox is a fucking cunt. There, there we go. go, I said it. There we go. Lawrence, you cunt. Stop me. <laughs> you utter cunt. You cunt, you. Your cunty behaviour is far too cunty. It's gone off the cunt scale. You are now a, a, a cunt point cunt on the cunt scale please stop being a cunt we've got nothing neither of us have got anything come at us <laughs> Just, you, you can have fucking cunt you can have the shoes on my feet i paid 60 quid for them and they're already broken <laughs> honestly lawrence fox i i hope you get dysentery on holiday and i hope you shit your asshole inside out you fucking cunt also i'd love it i'd love i'd love for you to prove that i'm talking about you lawrence fox as opposed to the other lawrence fox uh, or the other Lawrence Fox, or that other Lawrence Fox. Did no, I am talking about the racist, misogynistic, trans-homophobic Neanderthal that is Lawrence Fox in the news. There's got there's got to be a couple of those at least. So we've got we've got a little bit of wiggle room. There's another one I've met. He's a bit iffy, but the rest, you know. But I'm talking about him. Yeah, you. Talking about transphobic, racist, homophobic prick faces. Let's talk <laughs> story number two. Thirty-two. <laughs> you. Fuck off. Uh, so, yeah, this is an interesting story. Um, for those of you, again, that don't know, we are basically a slowly entering a fascist state here in England. Um, Jacob Rees-Moggs has made some rather interesting um, empirical statements. Basically, if we can, if we could run the, the colonies on on 30,000 men, we can run this little island on 40,000 civil servants. Um, this, this as well. I, I just, I like, one week Jacob, Jacob Rees-Mark hates the civil servants. The next week he's relying on them to run the country. Just Jesus yeah. to stick with it, pal. You flip-flopping cunt, you. You um, are as a piece of A4 paper. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I can only imagine his erections must be like spaghetti. He must literally thumb a softy in every time. He's got well, he's got three kids. He when he ejaculates, it's like a, a, an old school teacher banging it's into just two chalkboard raises. It's like like an inkwell. <laughs> like a little cartridge. One of those cartridge, you know those cartridges. You and John Rutherford, you were absolute pissers with those um at school. Um like just squeezing them. And that I that I imagine is what his it smells of quink. His ejaculate <laughs> and quills. Yeah, yeah. I imagine him thirty peely. So he, we've we have um, manufactured. Let, let's be perfectly clear: there is no asylum crisis in this country. There is not. We have our our country has been gaslit beyond belief by a Tory government that think they're bulletproof now and um, they have manufactured an asylum crisis to suit their needs because they know come next year they don't stand a chance unless they get the racist mental people on side so they're going for the xenophobic vote so what we've done is rather than going to Rwanda because that's illegal um, basically every court in the country has said it's illegal if you do it you're breaking European like uh human rights law also um, it's not big enough to hold them 
We've got was it thirty thousand yeah. um, yeah. um, like families already on the island of, that are that are in the process of applying for asylum. Yes, and and the Rwanda project can only hold what is it one hundred and fifty people? Yeah. So, like, not only is it illegal, but we, we yet again prove as a country that we cannot do the basic, most fundamental of mathematics. So, um, so what we've done basically is um, they've got this barge um, that holds that it's it's apparently it's like a hotel, um, and the ch they can eat as much as they like. There's a gym. Um, they can't leave it, but there's a gym and everything like that, and it's apparently wonderful um, until you get on it. And, and then you it's can a see... fucking death trap. And then it's a death trap. Even the fire service, who are now in league with the lefty blob, apparently you can't trust a fireman, according to the Tories, or some Tories. So what 30 Peelies made this statement on the news saying, well, if they don't like it on the barge, they can fuck off to France. And that's not paraphrasing. That is the exact words he used. I think I think we need to just like look at this from a very kind of uh, fundamental human point of view. These yeah. people have travelled across the channel on dinghies, yeah. uh, rudimentary floating uh, devices, and boats that are way over capacity. Yeah. And are, they've watched friends and family and colleagues go Literally on similar die. boats that have hit rough waters sunk and then extraordinary loss of life yeah and now the uk government wants to put them onto a boat to yeah. live to keep them out of the way of the god-fearing uh christian english folk yeah the nimbies we want to help but we don't want them in my backyard um and so he has said if they don't like it in this country in this barge they can literally fuck off to France. And let, let's not let's not forget that France have actually offered to build um, and uh, help to staff and manage an immigration centre to help process all of these people's... Um, before they even arrive. Before they even arrive, so that we can get the process started while they're still on French soil. And the UK yeah. government, or rather the Tories, have told them, no, it's OK, thank you. We've, we've got it all in hand. Yes, and we haven't. Do you know what they did? to get it all in hand um the story goes that the home office um have deleted or lost six thousand asylum applications sixty thousand is it sixty thousand sixty thousand you know um because no shows it interviews blah 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 these are people that physically can't get there they have re they have been in the system for two years and have now had their asylum application wiped out. Not only that, but Robert Jenrick Orbert admitted on uh, his news rounds uh, earlier this week. New Robert Jenrick is one of our... Uh, He's our top of, cunt. Yeah. Members of the um, uh, House of Commons. He's a member of Parliament and also a member of the Cabinet. Um, I don't care what position he's in. He's a cunt. Um, but he all but admitted... Um, on radio this week that uh, the entire backlog is manufactured by the Tories because if they were to process them faster, they'd have more people coming into the country, giving more applications, and they yeah. simply don't want to have to deal with that. So they, this this whole asylum, and I'm not calling it an illegal immigrant because I don't believe there is such a thing as an illegal immigrant. 
these are people seeking asylum they are asylum seekers but first and foremost human beings that are fleeing and i there are some that should not be in this country because they're not eligible to be in this country they do not meet the requirements um and they if there was a robust system would be assessed and found to be needing to be returned home a robust system that began maybe i don't know in the port of calais in a process yeah. that is jointly run by british and french people but the french people have said that they will help us build manage staff and then and and like partly fund um so yeah we've got we've got basically a whole nest of cunts running this this whole system i'm I'm going for the cunts today we're going to see how many cunts we can get in this message meanwhile uh, labor yeah <laughs> a, uh, disaster in the wings called diane abbott who i mean to be fair she, has she should not day. be she she should not be allowed a twitter account now though yes but on her day she has actually been a bit of a um a shining star for the labor party on she her absolutely day. has yeah she hasn't had day. a day for a while, not since the gins on the on the underground. She's she's she does have days, but they're off days. Yeah, um, she's turned into a bit of a liability. She it, it it's it seems to be deleted, but because this is Twitter and we have screenshot facility, sorry, nothing X. is ever X. Oh, sorry, no, yeah, sorry, X. Thank you, Elon. Um, yeah, every opportunity, I'm going to point out that man's divorced. <laughs> and where did all that hair come from because he was bald as a coot five years ago um I, I can only assume it came from his ass but she has gone one further in a, in a view to try and be controversial and just reading the room totally wrong diane and i love you diane because you've stood up to some horrendous racism and bigotry and and said uh, basically a dinghy has sunk was it 45 people yeah, something have, like that. Have drowned. They did fuck off, Lee, to the bottom of the ocean. I, um, I, 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 it, it, when you know what she's like, you can see what she was intending with the message. But it was just someone on her team just goes, Oh, no, Diane. No, don't. It was just, it was just incredibly. Like I said to you earlier, off um, off camera and off mic, um, comedy is a game of timing, yeah, and context, yeah. And I think the context was wildly off, and the timing was non-existent. It was just really bad. It was it was tone deaf and stupid. Um, so she does not get a free pass for that. That was really, really, really a, a bad idea there, Diane. I honestly, I honestly hope for the for the for the sake of the Labour Party and for the sake of Diane Abbott and her, you know, bruised, battered, slightly broken, bent in, wobbly uh, reputation, that at the next general election she says yeah. she's not going to stand again. She I just needs to stand down. She needs to just stand down now. Um, she's proven time and time again recently that she's she's not helping she's hindering and i honestly think she needs to take a moment to step back and i like a lot of tory party members have realized they're not helping and they've all decided they're going to step back as well you yeah. know we're losing some big hitters in the next election regardless of whether you're blue or red yeah we are um so i'm not i'm not saying this because she's a woman i'm saying this because diane recently has just been a fucking liability and they can't afford that they can't afford any more liabilities. And as much as you've got West Streeting out there, you know, 
trying to just battle and bat off every single piece of criticism and doing a sterling job of it, I may add. Yeah, 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 he is, yeah. And as much as you've got Angela Rayner out there doing the same thing and being, you know, an absolute badass when it comes up to her and Oliver Dowden going at it, are... Uh, well, that's a horrible thought, Oliver Dowden and Angela Rayner going at it. But I know um, what you mean. Yeah, I mean, Oliver Dowden, if you don't know who he is, and who, why would you? Because yeah. no one fucking knew who he was three months ago. Is our erstwhile vacant... Um, Deputy Prime Minister. Yeah, he's like a fart in a hurricane. Yeah. It's like it's like throwing a bee down a corridor. Yeah, it, it's just noise. And she runs rings around him. Um, quite and- rightly, but... You know, we've got we've got lots of people like that that are just small fry. Like, um, you know, in the House of Lords, we've got a few. We're not we're not allowed to talk about one because she's she's Boris's daughter and everything. But um, you know, there are these people that have been installed that just just noise. At least it's not like America where they're systematically trying to fill every single vacant position from the from the ground up. Yeah, and, and yeah. trying to like you know tip the game in their favour. Yeah, and, and then Labour have also got people like Chris Bryant, who you know, ha, fucking ha, legend, hasn't been a, hasn't been uh, one to shy away from controversy. Has been in the bad books before, and has you know said some questionable and silly things. Has posted some ridiculous stuff, and has held his hand up every single time and admitted to it. He sh- shit me, that guy's a keyboard warrior. Yeah, but he's about to release a book, and his current press tour. The first thing he says is, "Look, at the end of the day." I'm not perfect. I'm not a good guy. I've done some really ridiculous and silly things. Yeah. But I've realized that. And that's why I believe that the things that I've done in the past contribute to his now crusade to try and bring in new standards to the constitution and yeah. bring a new kind of dawn to uh, the English politics. Yeah. I, I, you know, fair play to He's he's having to, he's decided to take some time off from Twitter this week because um, I don't know if you already know Nadine Doris has instigated a pile on. Uh, it's the only thing she's done in the last few weeks, other than hold a hedgehog. Because um, sure as shit, she's not been in Parliament. Um, but yeah, the man's a legend. He's not perfect. He's a human being, and he allows himself to be seen as such. Also, every interview, it's been beautiful just watching him disarm all of the questions that are about to be thrown at him about, well, didn't you say when he brings it up himself and points out, I'm not a good guy. I've done some yeah. stupid stuff. I've said some silly things. I've contributed towards my now crusade to do this. I'm part of the problem. I want to be part of the solution. What can you I say think, against that? I think the book is something called everything wrong, everything that's wrong with the British, with the British political system or something, isn't it? Or something like that yeah and it's it's, a, it's all about trying to bring about a new standard of ethics and um reorganize the whole of the the british political system yeah which is oh. you know three or four hundred years out of date it's called a code of conduct why we need to fix parliament and how to do it so yeah interesting stuff yeah Le- but but lee anderson is just I mean, he's the kind of racist mental person you'd see in the British Foreign Legion nicking roll-ups off people and drinking the cheap, nasty beer, telling everyone how he had it so good before that lot arrived. It's it's like it's like 
you know the Mona Lisa? Yes. And there's been like multiple attempts for people to try and like fraudulently um counterfeit the Mona Lisa. Yeah. And some of them have been a little bit like when that lady tried to fix that picture of Jesus. And she gave it like a smiley face. <laughs> like Mr. Bean. <laughs> yeah. He he's like that version of Nigel Farage. Yeah. It's he's like, like Nigel Farage's cousin that they don't talk about at Christmas. Yeah, he's like the he's like the AliExpress Timu version of Nigel Farage. Timu. It's not even Wish, he's Timu. Well, it's the new um, Wish, isn't it? <laughs> has, has Wish gone then? I liked Wish. Wish, wish is still around, mate. You can still is buy it? your glow in the dark Willy Warmer for thirty eight pence. Really? But I don't, have, I don't, I don't suffer from a a chilled penis. But yeah, yeah. Timu, glow in the dark, and it's battery operated, and it will give it warmth, and it's only I mean, four pence. The lightsaber fight she could have. I know. Imagine, imagine. Maybe we should do that at the next writing retreat, Andrew. We should just be careful we don't touch tips. Space docking. <laughs> oh my word! Why not? You know me and my obsession with space. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, so just just with this being the the middle point of the episode, let us just point out uh, in in retrospect and to recollect where we have got to so far. Rishi Sunak doesn't really know he owns a house in Yorkshire. Uh Lee Anderson is is a knockoff Farage. Diana, but should have her fingers pulled off and not be given Twitter. Greenpeace, yeah. And uh, they're like Just Stop Oil from Wish, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're the Wish version of Just Stop Oil. Yeah, they used to be such heavy hitters. They really did. But then so did Barry McGuigan. Have you seen him recently? No, but I, I've got a picture in my head when you when you mention his name. It's like um all right, Ricky Hatton. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. You know how he used yeah. to be all muscly and like, you know, be able yeah. to punch through brick walls. I can't wait for He's that to happen to Conor McGregor. He's now more of a kind of, you know, eight pints and a bacon butty down the, the down the social club. Why not? Why I'm not knocking it, I'm just saying. But yeah, that's that's the look. That's Sometimes Lee Anderson. Sometimes we need to just be put out to pasture. Yeah. Greenpeace you know, is one of those. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's not great. Maybe we just need to send it to Switzerland where it can fill the form in. Right. Bong number three. Love Island Asylum Seekers Edition. So, um, Rwanda isn't allowed to happen because it's unlawful. Um... And so they've come up with an idea that will send them to the Ascension Isles. Uh, population 800 people. And some sheep. Um, there's no infrastructure. For those of you that don't know, it's kind of halfway between Brazil and Africa, and it's a British sovereign state. It's kind of like Marsh Gibbon. <laughs> That is such it, a that is such a specific reference that only I will get. <laughs> I, I I I actually have you have you been to Marsh Kibben recently? It's got a shop and everything now. It's amazing. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, me and Phil come from the deepest, darkest Buckinghamshire. 
Yeah. Um, from a small uh, housing estate halfway between Bicester and Aylesbury. So Marsh Gibbon, lovingly referred to by the locals as Swamp Monkey, is yeah. an incredibly small village in the middle of Oxfordshire. And I don't know why Phil's bringing it up completely honest with you, but it makes me laugh every single time. I think it's just because it's very isolated. I don't believe they have a bus service now, but they, the pub's reopening, which is nice because they didn't have a pub for a long time. The Greyhound's closed. Famous, uh, but... famous for being um, too posh for its own good, yet too common for um, yeah. Yeah. the, the neighbouring villages. Yeah. So it's that's the essential isles. It's just a, a, an island in the middle of nowhere with no discernible infrastructure. So my theory, and stick with me here, Andy, is that um, to uplift the downturn, I know that's a weird sentence, of the BBC licence, um, I've just cancelled my licence and told them I don't need one, fuck you, needing Doris and everyone that's there. Um, I think they're going to make it into some kind of Love Island asylum seekers. They're going to put webcams on and just let people watch. I mean, fair play to them. Let, let them let them eat cake, as they say. Yeah, I think it's horrendous. I hope it's horrendous. They're they're, they're going to send them somewhere where they're going to be intense, for want of a better word, or porter cabins. It's the barge, but with a bit more travel involved. Let's it's horrendous. That. Unless we leave leave the European Human Rights um, Charter. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We're not going to be doing that anytime before the next election, as much as they would love it and as much as they keep talking about it. We are a country. We, we never will. We're never going to. We're the, never going to leave it. The Tories are just, the Tories are going to try and set fire to as many institutes and um, uh, as many of our established rules and etiquettes as we've got between now and next year when we do the election. And yep. Rishi's already saying that, oh, the election may not even happen next year. We're still looking at 2025. It's like, fuck it, off. It has to happen next year. You're about a week away from spontaneously combusting on live television. He's got fuck all now. He's got nothing. He's got You're nothing right. more to threaten people with. You, it's not even like one wheel's fallen off. Three wheels have fallen off. You're running around in circles on a single wheel. You're on fire. And just up oil are throwing orange confetti on you. Yeah. He's oh, is he one of those dickheads in like a Rastafarian hat on a unicycle in the high street? Yes. Um, juggling fire. And we all hope that his dreadlocks catch fire because that'd just be far more interesting. Speaking of another person I'd like to be set on fire. Yes. Are we talking about the ginger what's it? Which one are you talking about? Oh, I, was, I think we're moving on to Trump, but are we going back to, uh, is this an English person? Oh, no, no, Trump. Yeah, no, yeah, Trump. I do think yeah, no. more strawberry blonde, mate. I don't know. I, I think I think it's um, the name on the bottle is Ginger Wanker. Fair enough. Um, um, yeah, it's not been a good two weeks for Trump. He's just such a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's classless, honestly. The man's got nothing now. I don't even have the energy anymore to insult him originally. He's just a fucking moron. He's just a he's just a a barrel body shit stain of humanity. He's just a fuckwit. I mean, we we were talking about this last week, and you were kind of of the opinion he could actually still get re-elected 
He could, well, I mean, like he he could still get elected. And that's the only reason that he's persisting with the whole running for president. I, I listened to a podcast today, uh, the Daily Zeitgeist, and they brought up a, a a a really interesting point of the fact that had he had he have not basically have been caught so many times with his hands in the cookie jar. Yeah. There is every possibility that he would have just faded into obscurity and just grifted off of the Marga name. Yeah. For the promote- rest of his short life. Yeah. Promoting other people up to kind of, you know, carry on the role that he started. But he can't do that. He has to set fire to everything if he can't win. And because because he's now in such trouble that he's, you know, facing some serious, serious jail time. Um, I mean, if they, they push through the Rico uh yeah, Rico um, charges, which they're looking at putting through in Georgia, that has a, a mandatory sentence in Georgia, a mandatory minimum sentence of at least five years. Yeah, that's that's not up for negotiation. That's not up for um, him bartering himself away or or plea dealing himself out of it. It is a state recognized mandatory minimum sentence of five years if you are found guilty of being a ringleader or a participant in a RICO um, conspiracy. So he he has nothing to bargain with anymore. No. So if he's not running for president and he can't count on his base to get him into the White House for him to then pardon himself, you know, ad infinitum for all of his many transgressions, he's going to go to prison for a very, very long time. Or until he dies. Interesting, Interesting fact this week. Um, Ohio, a red state through and mm. through, um, gerrymandered to the absolute arsehole um, to make it so that the Republicans are almost always guaranteed to get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is a presidential swing state every single time there is a general election for the presidency. Um, and they they have a saying that wherever Ohio goes, the presidency goes. Yeah. So the last few um, elections, it went red for Trump. It went blue for Biden. It went blue for Obama. It went red for Bush. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 one of the indicating states. They put out an amendment to their constitution, and currently they have a um, a rule in the constitution. And the constitution is able to be amended by the people of Ohio specifically. So they can put forward a motion to change things which exist within their constitution. It goes through to a a ballot. The ballot then gets put through to the people. The people go and vote. If there is a majority of 50% plus one, then they can change the constitution. Constitution. Awesome. Um, The Republicans put forward recently a um, ballot proposition stating that they will change that section of the constitution so that you can only change things within the constitution if you have a majority of 60%. Oh, wow. Thus making it almost impossible for the Democrats to ever change anything. Yeah. They threw tens of millions of pounds at this promotion. They pulled out all the big hitters, Jim Jordan, you know, all of the like the big name, true red blooded Republican yeah. Trumpers. Um, they were throwing out television adverts left, right, and center, 
saying that if you vote for this, you're voting for trans rights, you're voting for the gay agenda, you're voting for lesbians in your coffee shops, you're voting for, you know, um, abortions up until the day of birth, all this bollocks that they've been spouting. Yeah. Uh, went to the polls. I have a guess um, what the percentage was that voted against it, Phil. I'm guessing it was well over 50% plus one. 98% of the population. Against it. Against the proposition. <laughs> I think I think the scales have dropped off people's eyes worldwide politically. Ohio have now had, in the last, I think, 18 months, um, advancements to gun legislation to make it more difficult to buy guns. Yep. Voted for by the people. Yep. They have had um, uh, abortion rights guarantees voted for by the people. Awesome. They've now had this ballot voted for by the people. All of them at quite a staggering um, percentage against the Republicans. Yeah. And this is a, a, a red-veined red state. So it's... um. It, it's not looking good for the Republicans at the moment in time. It's no, it's not looking good for any of them. The Republicans, but more specifically Trump. I mean, the story we're referring to when we talk about Trump does a dump as Elon is stumped. Uh, prosecutor Jack, special prosecutor Jack. This man is just a he's, a, he's a fucking legend. He managed to obtain a search warrant for Trump's Twitter account but had special clauses in that Trump was legally not allowed to be notified. No, no. So this is bollocks. No, this is, this is, this Trump, is it... Trump, Trump has spread this rule, spread this lie. Trump's people were notified several weeks ago that permission had been granted for them to go through um, access to the Twitter account. Really? Yes. They had to have been notified of it, but he was not allowed to talk about it. And until, the reason, until it was oh, okay, and the reason why they were granted access to the Twitter account by the judge was so that they could get full disclosure of any documentation or private messages on his Twitter account, yeah, to stop any of them from being potentially deleted. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's it just shows you how far the scope of Mr. Jack his case is going to be this guy is everywhere and, and Honest. There's, there's going to be a new um a new meeting with the judge i believe if it's not tomorrow it's certainly sometime in the next like week yeah um but i think it might be tomorrow where they're going to decide whether or not they're going to put a gag order on because of all the bollocks that he's been spouting on like social media and in the news and everything where he's been basically going after people and, and again trying to do witness intimidation and obstruction of justice basically i mean he shit himself publicly on true social uh was it last week because he he made a veiled threat that wasn't very veiled because everyone knew exactly who it was if they come from if they come from if you come for me i'm coming for you was was the wording something he like that he was just talking about politics he wasn't talking about Witness prosecutor jack yeah jack or anyone else it was a political talk he was talking about party politics so prosecutor jack got a protection order against himself and it was granted because of the clearly open threat a trump shit himself live on twitter on truth 
I, I, I have to say I'm on Truth, the Truth Social Network, purely because I only follow Trump because it's cheaper than my TV license. He's 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 a dead man. On unhinged, and he knows it because it is getting mental, absolute, absolutely mental on there. It's and Elon dangerous. Musk protecting can't stop them from going through the Twitter account because he's a First Amendment. Um, a purist, isn't he? He but, got fined, though. He got fined. Uh, X got fined three hundred eighty thousand dollars for dawdling because because he's trying to stop them from going through it. But the First Amendment, you know, doesn't protect hate speech. Doesn't it? Doesn't protect threats. And yeah. They have a subpoena power to go through anything to get disclosure of documentation. Yeah. Uh, Twitter is documentation. Yeah. Whilst he was president, anything he wrote on Twitter has been put... Is a legal document. It was a legal accord. Yeah, it's considered a legal document. He is fucked seven ways to Sunday. And he knows it. That Kevlar that Kevlar jacket he, he thought he had around him has just vanished. Here's, here's my prediction. Here's my prediction. And we can come back to this. We can circle back to this next year, okay? Yeah. when when uh, we I think we'll be doing a live... Uh, a live broadcast as we're uh, as we're as the court case is going on, and and also during the presidential uh, election as well. Oh yes, but but here's my here's my prediction. Um, by the time it gets to the final few weeks of the primaries, we're going to get down to the point where it's going to be Trump versus Ron DeSantis. Yeah, Ron DeSantis is going to be miles behind Trump. Yeah, Trump is going to be the outstanding candidate, regardless of all the shit that's against him, regardless against the indictments. And unless unless something like magnificent happens, like he actually gets arrested, thrown in jail, charges placed against him, and seen as guilty in a court of law, yeah, I still don't think he's going to stop. Okay? No, I don't, of course he's not. Of course he's not. So, he's, too, he's so deluded now. It's going to be down to a fact of they're going to have to then, the Republican Party, make a decision whether or not they still stand with Trump or whether they drop him from the ticket because he's too much of a distraction, in which case yeah. it's going to be maybe DeSantis, possibly Nikki Haley. All I right. think the Republican Party runs for the lesser of two evils and they go with Nikki Haley. Yeah, because DeSantis, DeSantis is, is too, too Trumpy. He's also on fire, and he's also yeah. on three wheels, and he's also yeah. in a ditch. Yeah. So possibly Nikki Haley, possibly Chris Christie, but it's going to be like the third or fourth option. Yeah. Up against yeah. Biden. Biden's going to win. Yeah. Within the first six months of uh, his tenure and his second um, uh, session as president, he's going to be coming down with some sort of illness and he's going to then vacate the seat and resign or retire. Yeah. And then Kamala Harris will take over as president. Yeah. Certainly within the first year of the second uh, sitting as president. I'll be honest. I didn't expect him to see this term out. That That's what I think is going to happen. That yeah. or... The, the Republicans are going to ditch Trump and they're just going to throw in a straw man, which they know yeah. will lose, and then regroup and try and rebuild themselves in four, four, four years trying to get back. 
But um, Trump is in a lot of trouble, and it, so, it so much trouble, so much happened to a nicer person. And um, then his mate Elon is screwed too because he's he's losing money hand over fist. Yeah, I I don't know what Elon Elon's. How do you buy one of the biggest social media platforms in in the world? You know, and turn it into a graveyard inside of how long has he had it now? He's had it for a year. So inside of a year, it's a bin fire. I mean, I think we're approaching a year. I think it was like December last year. Yeah, yeah. Approaching a year. So what? Not not even a year, and he's managed to strip it down and turn it into an utter bin fire. They can't even be on the app store anymore because the app store has a minimum character level for apps. (laughs) So the apps have to have at least two letters in the app name to be featured in the app store. How's he getting away with that? So he originally had it posted up as X and then Apple told him, we can't do that. You can't be in the app store. You have to have two letters. So I think it's now called X app. Let's have a look. I'm intrigued. Just call it Twitter. It was a good name. Everyone still calls it Twitter anyway. Because it, because it is. Uh, X Core, X Core on an Android. Honestly, <laughs> it's so shit. It's so um, shit. That said, we are, there are some still some some awesome people on Twitter. I call it Twitter, X, whatever we're calling it. Um, our friend Super Tansky's just dropped another video for the Flag Shaggers, and she's. Have you seen her today? She's coming under a bit of fire in a really creepy way um, because she's made a rather inflammatory post about flag shaggers and they're all kind of referring to her as young girl. Right, okay. Like super creepy. Doesn't doesn't matter the fact that she's said some things that they don't agree with, but just she's young girl. Like it's really really quite dark also if we're talking about rex or reckies do you remember andrew years ago john thor who's morse tried his hand at comedy uh, i don't recall this no so he he was in a, com- a comedy show called home to roost with an actor called reese dinsdale right check out reese dinsdale's twitter account he's just lost access to his original one which had over a hundred thousand followers and he's just restarted it. Have a look for Reese Dinsdale. Him and uh, a few others just can owning the Tories on on X right now. Honestly, I would recommend him wholeheartedly. I, I love John Thor. He was amazing. Go back and watch it. It was brilliant. I think it's I think it's even on YouTube. Home to Roost, it was called. Did I think four or five seasons. I'll go and check it out. It's brilliant. Uh, Reese Dinsdale. I'll be honest with you, I've not really been paying attention to a lot of uh, stuff on Twitter, which isn't related to UFOs um, <laughs> or, or alien disclosure, because I've been fully enveloped in that. If I find out 30p Lee is, is an alien intelligence, I'll be very disappointed. So did you hear about what happened in Peru this week? No. This is an, this is an unscheduled item put onto the addendum. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Peru... This week, a small uh, village in Peru, um, like a village township, yeah, had reports of seven to ten foot reptilian creatures <laughs> dressed in armor, like 
the Green Goblin from the Spider-Man movies. Awesome. With yellow eyes and full face visors who had bullets bouncing off them when they were shot by local farmers. And they've been terrorizing this village to the point where there are reports that they have surgically removed entire faces from humans <laughs> to the point where there is no blood, no sinew, no muscle, no flesh, <laughs> a bare white skull, <laughs> which is left polished and uh, untouched. But the face uh, and all oh. of the and everything has been taken away. There's videos. I will show you a video. And I will share please, the please put the link in. Please put the link into the podcast. I'll share the link to the video in the in the um file. But there are two videos. One from like the 1980s of a US um uh, marine talking about when they were in Vietnam. Mm. They went into a village where there had been an attack, but the attack was not held by by American troops. The American troops went into this Viet uh, Cong village. Everyone was dead. They went into a building and they found a dozen or so bodies. There was no blood, no gore, nothing. But all of them had had their faces, their esophagus, their neck muscles, everything down to their chest bone, surgically precision removed to leave nothing but a shiny skull and spine. And the rest of the body was untouched, like classically mutilated. I mean, you know, Same thing has been reported to have been happening in this village in Peru by these oh ten-foot creatures, and when they shoot them, the bullets are just bouncing off them. And yeah, to the chopper. It's got so bad that the Peruvian government and military have now gone into this village to try and help them because there have been numerous attacks in the last seven to ten days. And oh, the, is there photo evidence of this? There's there's videos. There's there's apparently video of them removing a body. Now, I, I'm not saying that it's true, but what I am saying is it's been happening for the last seven to ten days, and it's got so bad that the Peruvian government and military have actually stepped into this village, and oh, they're really? taking it serious enough because the attacks have been happening that they are actually going in to try and find whatever is causing it, but they refer to it as called the face peelers. Oh, my word. Basically... If this is a CIA op, off the back of the recent congressional hearings on disclosure, they've got lazy to the point where they've just rifled through their DVD collection and they've basically decided to do Predator in Peru. Oh, my word. I, I'm going to have to read into this now. I've, I've, all I've been enveloped in for, since the last time I recorded has been <laughs> UFO Twitter. And I've got to tell you, it is brilliantly balmy. Brilliantly um, balmy. Oh wow! And okay. a distraction from the from the rest of the bin fire that is humanity at the moment. Yeah. Wow. I'm just building a Lego Bowser. <laughs> I mean, we've got to find a little things to keep us happy, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, that's mental. Utterly mental. Shit in hell. And as a little follow-up to the last episode, uh, when we talked about David Grush, the um, whistleblower. Yes. Um, the notoriously uh, hacky um, freelance journalist Ken Klippenstein. 
No grief. Has been out there fishing for anyone from the intelligence community who has got dirt on David Grush to come forward and um, give him any information they can so that he can do a um, follow-up report hit piece, um, follow-up report hit piece, <laughs> a follow-up report piece of junk, a follow-up report piece of shit report um, on the, uh, the validity on, in the yeah whistle whistleblowing um, alleged whistleblower David Grush. Yeah, he's not alleged whistleblower. He went in front of Congress. He swore in a Bible under oath. And he told everything that he could do whilst maintaining classified information and not overstepping yeah. the boundaries of legality. No. But Ken Klippenstein has been like out there trying to get dirt on him to the point where he wrote in a, a piece in The Intercept yesterday where he got told by a source high up in the intelligence community um, to basically look at any police reports which had involvement of David Grush's name and he found an occasion where Dave Grush was hospitalized with PTSD um, when he still had top secret clearance (laughs) in the government and he released this in a report he wrote for The Intercept which was basically just a junk hit piece thinking that a major in the area in the um, Air Force yeah, a decorated soldier who had the highest level of clearance in the US government and who had unimpeachably worked for the US government um, as a loyal subject um, was ob- obfuscating, lying, prevaricating and an unworthy witness because he had had a run-in with the law when he had PTSD and had been hospitalized for a while. Yeah. So they're literally doing anything they can to try and like bespurch his name um and bring him down and uh, belittle his uh his recent whistleblowing um proceedings. So Bloody it's, hell. it's very worth worth following because if you're gonna go out of your way to basically give these kind of information to, you know, hack journalists like Ken Klippenstein, yeah, then then clearly you're scared of what the guy's got to say. Well, yeah. If you're going to get into bed with hacks like him, you've got a lot to lose. He's not known for his journalistic integrity. Well, I mean, it's like they don't understand the the the, the age-old adage of give them enough rope and they'll hang themselves. Yeah. If you think he's making um, it up, surely you'd want to promote the fact that he's making it up rather make him out, make him out to be a lunatic. Yeah. Or just let him keep talking because if he keeps talking, he's going to keep talking himself into a hole. But Instead, you're going out to try and besperch his name and make him look stupid, which just makes you look guilty, not him. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, you know, everything that happened in the whistleblowing um, Congress uh, uh, meeting last last two weeks or two weeks ago, starting to look a lot, lot more realistic with the recent antics of the intelligence community. <laughs> You'd have thought it. It's uh, it's it's I'm, I've started to read into it a bit more now. It, it's it's a fascinating read. Whatever your perception or whatever your thought of it is, well worth a read. Um, also, the holographic universe is an interesting theory to be reading anyway. Oh, you like uh, that? I've I've always been interested in the, the idea of the holographic universe, but um, th- there's a lot more credible sources now than there ever has been. 
Um, yeah, well worth a read. Down to its fundamentals, it's actually quite a, an easy concept to understand. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. Yeah, um, it's well worth a read. If you if you fancy an interesting, I mean, it's not Scientology. Please don't get. It's not within the realms of L. Ron Hubbard or any of that nonsense. It's an interesting read. I would I'd recommend people looking into it. It's a, it's a it's a physical principle. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's a it's a worthy one to look into. It's it's actually just basic fundamental physics. Yeah. You know. Um, oh well, there we go. We got all serious there. We've. Uh, can I just? I, I. I did the counting. Going back to our. In the first half of our podcast, twenty six uses of the word cunt. Wow, twenty seven. Yeah. I think. I think we need to go back to rotter. Yeah. Well, just, when they when they are deserving of that word, by all means. But um, yeah, but. We have been a bit flagrant recently with the uh, with the old C bomb. Uh, so I do apologise if the word uh, can't offend you, but I would say if you oh, made yeah. it to episode seven, this podcast probably isn't for you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and I make no apologies about it, and and I know we we stand by our statements. Um, yeah. You rotters. If, if you are one of the regulars who've been listening to us on every episode, we really do. I mean, we really love you. The fact that there's there's one person listening to this other than me and Phil, it means the absolute world to us. So thank you so much for those who have, have bared with us and, and continued uh, listening. You know, we um we really do value every single one of our listeners, and, and we 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 can't thank you enough. Really, you um you, you you've made two middle aged blokes hurtling towards um <laughs> the autumn years. <laughs> very, very very happy and we, we've actually we've actually we, 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 we've got a project we're going to maybe announce later on in the year as well that we've come together and we're going to work on as well I, th- I think we need to we need to discuss that from a crowdfunding point of view mr mr chamberlain yes definitely mr goff uh because i think the world needs to, to read what we've got. and it's not ufos it's not ufos but is, that would be a really good fun. It is an interesting little project that we're working on together, and we will we'll give further information soon. Yeah. Um, but watch uh, Twitter. Join us on uh, sorry X app, X call Twitter. We're on all the socials. Facebook. We're just re re uh, discovering a bit. Uh, Instagram, tickety talk, Reds. Um, sorry, Reds, Reds, Threads. Uh, Oh, threads. Sorry, yeah, threads. Substack. We're now getting a bit more on Substack. Um, I'll shout it out the window at you. Um, I'll come around and write. Stop buying sausages and just talking to any old random stranger. Yeah, I'll write it on toilet paper and post it through your front door. Basically, I mean, if you're on a social media, look for a paracetamol headache, and you will find us. Yeah. But if you yeah. see two random blokes in their pants down the park shouting at pigeons, you should listen to our podcasts. That says to like and subscribe. That's our new. That's that has to be our new profile picture. <clears throat> just well, shouting got, at pigeons. We've got a very, very, very short window of opportunity for me to just go into a postscript with a funny little story that uh, I, I talked to you about uh, earlier this week. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. My my wonderful girlfriend. Um. This uh, last weekend was a Hindu. Uh, in the it's, it's, that's that's a, a bachelorette party for our American friends. 
we we won't tell you um the town they were in but they were in the middle of oxfordshire which is a majority conservative county and um they went to a <laughs> painting um party um they, they 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 were a little bit squiffy from the night before and um my 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 wonderful girlfriend who has only the best intentions at heart decided that she was going to paint a snack bowl for um our house and uh, 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 did you say smack or snack snack okay okay very different bowls. Bowl for smack no <laughs> um, sorry carry on <laughs> she, she decorated a uh a a, a bowl for it was beautiful and uh she decided to paint a wonderful yellow flower in a beautiful cornflower blue bowl with the simple slogan fuck the tories in big <laughs> it was truly beautifully done i have to say she's very artistic there was there was a moment where they um that they had all their money refunded and we thought the thing had been cancelled and there was it was a fear amongst the group it was cancelled because of the fuck the tories bar <laughs> Have you got? Have you found out why now? Then or the bowl has been delivered. That is beautiful, um, and it, it looks wonderful. And we're going to fill it full of crisps and snacks and all sorts of lovely, lovely, beautiful munchy things. Please um, put it on Twitter for our people to watch. We this do, we're going to be stealing the design from the bowl, and we are going to very shortly be having a new run of T-shirts, which proudly declare "fuck the Tories" over a wonderful little yellow flower. I so, think it's really nice. I think it's a beautiful design. I genuinely, every time I look at it, it makes my heart sing. I'm seriously considering having it as a tattoo. <laughs> Honestly. If you get it, I'll get it. Let's do it. Let's do it, brother. Let's get a fuck the Tories with a nice yellow flower tattoo. <laughs> and that is as good a point as any for us to end the episode this week. <laughs> we, love you. we love you, you beautiful bastards. Um, and we hope to hear from you soon. Bill, tell the people where you're at. I'm I'm in the front room. It falls out. Uh, no, I'm on socials. Uh, I, I I'm at Geek Therefore on Twitter, X X Core X App, and you are uh, at Sarian Lives on all of the socials. You'll find me everywhere. Go follow Paracetamol My Headache. Um, please give this podcast a little bit of a rating if you've got thirty seconds. It would be really appreciate. And 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 share it. We and would really it. love to share it. And once again, we're sorry we said cunt. I'm not. 29 times. Um, there we go. 30. There we go. There we nice. Go. We'll say no more now. It's been wonderful this week. I love you. Phil loves you. Paracetamol Headache loves you. We'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. Bye, Phil. Bye. shit myself just saying